and thank you for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. If you are a returning listener to the Sex and Intimacy series, I'd love to invite you to skip over to the 11 or 12 minute mark where the intro ends. I am including the intro. If you are a new listener, this is the first episode you're hearing of the Sex and Intimacy series. I'd love you to listen to that 11 minute intro before diving into the content. But again, if you're returning, feel free to skip over the topic comes right after the intro, but I really want to introduce myself and why this topic is so important, who we're speaking to, the fact that it is a mature audience conversation. So if you're new, dive in. If you're returning, thank you so much. I love you. Please share. Go ahead and dive into about 12 minutes. All right. Love you guys. Enjoy. Hi, you guys. It is such a pleasure to welcome you to the Sex and Intimacy series on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I have been formulating this series for months now. I did not know it at first, but in my process and progress, this has really come to take shape, structure, and form and is now ready to be delivered to you. My name is Abigail Gazda and I'm a clarity coach helping you operate with more freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of your life. In my career as a coach and educator, I have coached men, women, couples, young people, and large and small groups. I have even taught middle and high school physical education and health. During my years in the classroom, I was often the go-to teacher and coach for the age-appropriate version of sex and intimacy for my students. I taught children and teens about puberty, menstruation, sex, STDs, pregnancy, parenthood, consent, non-consent. I talked to kids about suicidal thoughts and self-harm. You guys, they shared circumstances with me that made me want to adopt them in the moment. I walked them through healthy coping mechanisms and empowered living strategies. I taught them clear and direct communication. I supported them in helping their own friends and family through troubling times. I've supported many people of all ages come out of closets of all types. I have explored the hearts and minds of many as they have learned to master and unleash them. As a teacher, I did not know how to source and manage my own energy. Therefore, my time as an educator and coach was the most exhausted I ever remember being. I felt completely drained most of the time, and even the good times didn't keep me inflated enough. I felt completely drained most of the time, and the good times didn't even keep me inflated enough to get to the next win. That does not at all mean that this time wasn't some of the most rewarding work I have ever done. Making a difference in the lives of children has been some of the deepest soul work I have ever experienced. Even in my life coaching career, I have formulated age-appropriate empowerment curriculum that I truly intend to bring to the market in this decade. Until then, I aspire to empower teachers by teaching them how to source, manage, and transmute their energies in ways that have you feeling fulfilled, accomplished, and inspired. I know that once our teachers are enlivened and empowered, bringing a powerful curriculum to the classrooms will be fast, fun, and effortless. We need your perspective. We need your feedback. 
We need your participation. We need your collaboration to recalibrate what we offer children in the classroom and beyond. This isn't exactly just teachers either. This is the collective of adults raising our children in the education system. Nurses, administrators, school psychologists, counselors, paraprofessionals, bus drivers, custodial staff, coaches, meal providers, office staff, athletic trainers, deans, directors, sponsors, booster and PTA parents, and more. There is an entire force of responsible, loving humans dedicating their life to developing our future, and they are grossly under-celebrated and most importantly, under-supported. Because of my commitment to educational professionals being supported, I want to do something crazy and host a program that I have not personally hosted since March of 2018. My Hearts Unleashed Book Club is a six-week self-discovery program for readers of my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. In this book club, you get to read and discuss the book with the author, me. (laughs) The last time I did this book club in 2018, tickets were $97. What I am feeling super inspired to do is that if you are an educational professional, male or female, I will do a little bit of elementary subtraction on your seat in the Hearts Unleashed book club and bring it down to $47. You guys, that is six one-hour group coaching calls with a life coach about her book. Did I mention that the book also has reflection questions at the ends of most chapters for your journaling pleasure? I mean, (laughs) this can't get much better. (laughs) In my book, I talk about giving up what no longer serves you in order to restore your energy and feel fulfilled doing purpose-based work that you know you love. I am ready for you to be passionate about teaching again so that you can show up for your kids fully. That said, this Hearts Unleashed podcast, Sex and Intimacy series, is a great place to find out if we are speaking the same language and if working together would meet your current needs. I'll be straight with you, though. Health and wellness class with Miss Gazda is a serious one. <laughs> I can't even say it seriously. But honestly, I do not take teaching this information lightly because I am very aware that so many of us have not been talked to honestly about this topic. I found this very true when opening the discussion with a group of sophomores and telling them, listen, I want you to ask me the honest questions that you have so I can get you the answers that you need. You are not going to shock me, scare me, or knock me off my rocker. It is the same as asking a doctor. I am a professional and I intend to educate you on the topics that you have questions about. I want you to ask the questions that you're afraid to ask your loved ones because I don't want you to go finding the answers out the hard way if you don't have to. Please ask the questions that you need and know that there is no shame or judgment coming from here. Listeners, I told that to high schoolers and they understood it. I found this so incredibly important to explain to them because I knew I wanted to make a true difference in their life, not in my classroom. I operated with the intention that any of the lessons they learned in my classroom would clear a few branches off of their path for them. 
I would feel so happy to shine my light brighter to show the way a little further. I happily accept my intuition to share this information with you as well. It feels like a duty and an honor. Much of what I will share is my expression of universal consciousness. So no matter what I say or how I say it, I speak the language of love and I speak from the heart. And if I am ever not, you can count on me saying that too. I do my best to educate, promote, and facilitate understanding and self-mastery of the human condition. This series will provide you a new lens through which to contemplate the topics of sex and intimacy. I would rate this content PG-13. It is a mature audience topic. However, I would not use age to determine maturity for this topic, (laughs) or any topic for that matter. Young, developing ladies and gentlemen would be greatly served by this information. That said, I will be speaking about the topics of sex and intimacy candidly. Listen to these episodes assuming responsibility and maturity. I would also invite you to listen with an open mind, heart, and being. Honestly, if you are listening this far right now, I simply want to acknowledge you for your commitment to expansion. I try to imagine who each and every one of my listeners are. I wonder about your life and how I get to serve you. I pray for guidance and confidence and trust, just like you, for you, with you, and to serve you. I am honored to present this Sex and Intimacy series as every aspect will impact your life for the better. Thank you for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sex and Intimacy series. I am so personally thrilled about this episode topic today. We are talking about the concept of sexual transmutation. And this is one of my favorite topics to teach on because it is such a powerful concept when used. However, so many people are not educated in this realm. And today I am fully committed to educating you in this conversation, in this concept, and really handing over you the ability to practice it in your life. So I'm going to be teaching today straight out of one of my Bibles, which is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It is the farthest back that I was looking in this book, which I'm going to be reading straight out of the pages. You may hear me flipping around is as far back as 1960. So this, the first edition uh, came out in 1960 and there was decades of market research or just the study of psychology that really is the foundation of this book. And what I love about it is everything is so incredibly relevant still today. And so obviously we know that a lot of different things have been outdated as as humanity has grown and evolved. However, they talk about raising your vibration. They talk about um, your, uh, not your third eye, but your creative imagination. It talks about universal intelligence and so or infinite intelligence which I will read on in here but you guys this book was such a game changer in my transformation I read it in 2016 after divorce I was going through my life coach training program and when I 
read the chapter about the mystery of sex transmutation, it absolutely made so much sense of my life. And I credit so much of my current success to this awakening and awareness. So I want to bring it to you. And actually, I want to give one plug here is this was the first book that I downloaded as an audiobook. So Audible gives you a free audiobook when you join your first book is free. And so I would love to encourage you that if you are not already signed up for Audible, your first book is free. This was my first book. I have such great memories that it was my first book. And um, I always share people joining Audible to get their first book that could potentially change their whole lives. And speaking of books that change your whole life, (laughs) if you download Audible and you have your free trial, feel free to either get Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, or you can go get my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter, which is also available on Audible. And it is my beautiful voice reading to you for some four hours. Okay. Okay. So I am going to, again, be teaching straight out of the book today. And I'm going to read you the first about page and a half of this chapter, and then kind of do a little bit of paraphrasing, summarize, reiterating, and um, share the rest of this chapter with you, because it's just, this book is dense, and I'm so glad that I got it as an audiobook, because there's so much information and so much insight, insight, in this book that physically reading it at a time that I wasn't ready to physically read books, I would have missed a lot of the information. However, I think that, or I highly recommend to anybody who would consider themselves not a reader is that audiobooks listening to things being read is so beneficial as well. And it's a great uh, gateway drug to your enlightenment. So <laughs> uh, feel free to go ahead and dive into audiobooks. All right, so I'm going to start this. First off, they have quotes in here, and the quote in front of this chapter is, happiness is found in doing, not merely in possessing. So I just said that a couple weeks ago, is like, quit doing to have done, and realize that you're doing things for the sake of doing them, for the experience of doing them. So quit trying to just get to the experience of done, and allow yourself to enjoy doing the things that you love doing, all right? So like writing a book, Sometimes we think, oh, if I, once I'm done, then I can be happy. No, you enjoy the actual expression of writing. So that's that. Okay. Okay, great. All right. I'm going to start reading this chapter. Sorry. I actually have never taught straight out of a book. So I'm kind of like navigating it as I go. All right. The meaning of the word transmute is in simple language, the changing or transferring of one element or form of energy into another. The emotion of sex brings into being a state of mind. Okay, so I'm gonna pause there. The emotion of sex brings into being a state of mind, which what they're referencing is raising your vibe to that euphoric state of being. It opens up your channels. The emotion of sex has back of it the possibility of three constructive potentialities. Okay. Sorry. Some of, like I said, this is a dense book, so bear with me. They are the perpetuation of mankind, the maintenance of health as a therapeutic agency, and it has no equal or the transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation. So the three potentialities of sex, 
perpetuating mankind. So reproduction, maintenance of health. So it's actually a therapeutic and good physical activity or the trans transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation, meaning not actually expending your sexual energy. So sex transmutation is simple and easily explained. It means the switching of the mind from thoughts of physical expression to thoughts of some other nature. Sex desire is the most powerful of human desires. When driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. So strong and impelling is the desire for sexual contact that men freely run the risk of life and reputation to indulge it. Obviously, this is men and women. It's just written in a different time. When harnessed and redirected along another line, this motivating force maintains all of its attributes of keenness of imagination, courage, etc., which may be used as powerful creative forces in literature or in any other profession or calling, including, of course, the accumulation of riches. The transmutation of sex energy calls for the exercise of willpower, to be sure, but the reward is worth the effort. The desire for sexual expression is inborn and natural. The desire can and should not be submerged or eliminated. I'm going to read that again. The desire for sexual expression is inborn and natural. The desire cannot and should not be submerged or eliminated, but it should be given an outlet through forms of expression, which enrich the body, mind, and spirit of man. If not given a form of outlet through transmutation, it will seek outlets through purely physical channels. A river may be dammed and its water controlled for a time, but eventually it will force an outlet. The same is true for the emotion of sex. It may be submerged and controlled for a time, but its very nature causes it to be ever seeking means of expression. If it is not transmuted into some creative effort, it will find a less worthy outlet. Ah, do you hear it? Do you hear the intelligence? Do you see things make sense right now? Um, so right now I'm going to kind of jump and skip over here a few different, because I feel like that just explains it so well that I'm not going to really summarize that very much. But the relationship of achievement to highly developed sex natures. So now I just want to kind of slip into a few different topics throughout this chapter, and I will read you a few more of the subtitles in this chapter because it's just incredible. I'm not going to have to summarize too much of them. I just really want to give you access to this information. It's so self-explanatory when it's really just said out loud. And actually, I'd love to pause from reading right now to explain something called blind spots. So you have things that exist outside of your realm of understanding. It's things that you don't know that you don't know. And they exist basically in your blind spots of consciousness. Now, the way that I like to explain this to um, clients when they jump on and I get to start working with them is you do not need to be taught what a car is. If it's in your blind spot and you hit it because it's in your blind spot, immediately you will know what a car is. You just 
now know that it's also in your blind spot and now rammed into the side of your vehicle. So when we pull, when anybody or life pulls something out of your blind spot and into your conscious view, you don't really need to be taught what it is. You have felt it your whole life. You have been experiencing it and your spidey senses have been tingling about it. But once words get put to a concept or a feeling, oh man, you become a force to be reckoned with. And this is exactly what sexual transmutation is. At least this was my experience of it because the moment I listened to this chapter in 2016, I was given a sword in life, a tool in life to succeed and cut through bullshit and quit disempowering myself and intentionally use my sexual drive. And that's what these bouts of celibacy are, is to really channel and harness and focus and direct the creative energy, which I'm going to actually dive back into the book because there's these next two subtitles really dive into the concept. So um, men of the greatest achievement are men with highly developed sex natures, men who have learned the art of sex transmutation. So yes, you have a highly sexual nature and maybe you have been highly sexually active, but there is a time to stop and realize that this is a tool. It is a tool and an outlet, and you don't always have to go to the actual physical sex expression. The men who have accumulated the greatest fortunes and achieve outstanding recognition in literature, art, industry, and architecture, and the professions were motivated by the influence of a woman. I love this concept. The emotion of sex is an irresistible force against which there can be no such opposition such as an immovable body. When driven by this emotion, men become gifted with a superpower for action. Understand this truth and you will catch the significance of the statement that sex transmutation contains the secret of creative ability. Okay, so one more concept that I want to introduce to you is the 10 stimuli of the mind. The human mind responds to stimuli through which it may be keyed up to high rates of vibration known as enthusiasm, creative imagination, intense desire, and more. The stimuli to which the mind responds most freely are, there's 10 of them, the desire for sexual expression. So all of these things raise your vibe, okay? Um, Love a burning desire for fame, power, or financial gain or money, music, friendship between either those of the same sex or those of the opposite sex. So authentic connection, intimacy, as I shared in the um, four types of intimacy episode, a mastermind alliance based upon the harmony of two or more people who ally themselves for spiritual or temporal advancement. The mutual suffering. So you're going to notice that these all stimuli the mind, but some are high, more high vibe and some are low, more vibe. So you're going to hear these low vibe ones. Mutual suffering, such as that experienced by people who are persecuted. Okay. And then auto suggestion, fear, narcotics, and alcohol. Okay. So those are all different stimuli that activate the mind. The desire for sex expression comes at the head of the list of stimuli, which is most effective for stepping up the mind and starting the wheels of physical action. 
Eight of these stimuli are natural and constructive. Two are destructive. The list here is presented for the purpose of enabling you to make a comparative study of the major sources of mind stimulation. For this study, it will be readily seen that the emotion of sex by the great odds is the most intense and powerful of all mind stimuli. So you guys, you can obviously understand how the creative energy, the sexual stimulation is really, I like to use the word arousal because you can be aroused by different things. Like when I'm writing, it's actually arousing, but that doesn't necessarily, I mean, or crave sexual expression. And sometimes it does. It's an actual turn on. That's why what I was sharing in, um, the four types of intimacy, why sapiosexuals are attracted to intellect, right? So I didn't break it down in that episode, but sapiosexual or sapiosexual, think how it derives from homo sapien. There we go. (laughs) I'm struggling with that word, but homo sapien, right? We connect to other homo sapiens because of our intellect, because we are a species of consciousness, meaning we can actually use our intellect to contemplate things. And so sapiosexual, when you're attracted to another homo sapien for their intellect is arousing. So understanding that and understanding why when you go to a conference or um, a seminar or a webinar or anything, a workshop, and you're being stimulated, it might be arousing or you might find people there more attractive because their energy is actually what's attractive. And think of the opposite side of the spectrum is low vibe people are not attractive. They're quite often repelling. And so you got, got to, uh, you got to know where you are and you got to get real intentional about the vibe, the frequency that you're vibrating at. That is why people are more attractive when they are more intellectual or they're more independent, or they have that go-getter independent alpha type of attitude because they vibe high. They are problem solvers, they're go-getters, they, it's starting to sound masculine as I say it, but there's a lot of feminine qualities too, where the confidence comes in and the self-assuredness comes in and the ease and grace and flow. That too is attractive, right? This is where if you are high vibe, many people will be physically attracted to you and not necessarily know why, because they may want to physically connect with you because that's the only way that they equate attraction and arousal and high vibe. But that just means you have to get better at setting your boundaries and expectations because this did happen with me in my coaching experience is I would connect with men over the phone and I would dive deep into their emotions, into their traumas, into their growth, into their vision and support their process. And it would cause Um, an attraction to where they were asking me out for dates and whatnot. And I would get very frustrated by that because I really wanted to support people. I was the one who had to learn how to set boundaries, learn how to say no. It activated my people pleaser. It triggered my people pleaser. And it also kind of 
if I wanted to continue to help men the way that I am so committed to doing, I had to get to learn myself better and understand all of this sexual transmutation and how to be able to pick and choose and not um, also not that it happened that way, but not to fall into because a man's attracted to me intellectually or spiritually or energetically that I have to engage with them physically. That was a lesson for me because I had my own sexual journey. So I had to learn those things and you have to learn those things wherever you are on your journey, jump on the path and just use this information kind of like a guiding light to walk further down your path. So to begin to wrap up this episode, I want to read the subtitles that are still in this chapter. So genius is developed through a sixth sense. So this is where they start to talk more about um, infinite intelligence and where hunches come from, uh, developing the creative faculties, how an inventor got his best ideas. Now, these are all still in the um, conversation of sexual energy. Methods used by geniuses are available to you. So also how the creative energy is the genius energy. So the driving force for sex. Oh, this starts to get interesting. Why men seldom succeed before 40. I love this part of the chapter because he's sharing how for the first half of life, men are often expending all of their creative energy and they're not tapping into infinite intelligence because they're expending all their energy through the wrong head. <laughs> Literally, they're having way too much sex to actually harness any of that energy. Like again, back to the idea of damming water to uh, create a reservoir of energy that you can tap into when needed. If your reservoir is empty, you can't, you don't really have any energy to tap into. This is also a concept for women who constantly drain themselves and overextend and overcommit and, um, act as the martyr, you're, you're not damning your own energy. Therefore there's no boundaries and you're running all over the place. And so you can't tap in for creative energy anywhere in your life because you're the source of it, but you're just letting it run free and run wild. So, um, a few more of these topics right here is the storehouse of personal magnetism. We kind of, I just was touching on the idea of magnetism and attraction. False beliefs about sex harm the personality. Sex misused doesn't harm you. It will always educate you, but obviously it can cost you a lot. And so they continue to go on about the fruitful years after 40, about how to use sex uh, as a powerful tool, not as a tool against yourself. And then how to tap into your powerhouse of emotions. God, I, I just, I'm forgetting or like re-remembering how much I love this book in this chapter. One who loves can truly never lose entirely. I love this concept because it really teaches you that you have the fire inside of you, no matter what life throws at you, no matter how much water you get doused with or how many tragedies you go through, you have the fire inside and you can light any bonfire over and over and over again. It also talks a lot about reasons why a man's wife can either make or break him. The uselessness of wealth without women. Come on, let's talk about it. You guys get this book. Feel free to reach out if you um, have read this book and love it and love the concepts and you want to jam out on it with me. Also too, 
this is definitely one of those books that I would host a book club around. So if you are feeling hella inspired and you want to, um, you want to kickstart a think and grow rich book club, you hit me up. I will play with you. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in about the sexual transmutation concept. I hope that this served you deeply. I hope that this made a lot of sense out of your life, pulled some incredible things for you out of your blind spots, and now makes it available to really utilize as a tool in your life to create the things that you've been wanting to create. If you are so clear about this, it's cracking your mind and heart wide open, and you are ready to get to serious work on this, please book a discovery call with me. I will discuss with you where you are in the stages of transformation. And we will look at what your best options are to get into inspired action. And you guys, if you are feeling activated by this series or by these episodes, act in alignment with the activation that you're feeling. I just had a um, former client reach out to me after she listened to last week's episode, which was celibacy and sobriety. And we had a 30 minute back and forth and she caused some crazy breakthroughs. And so if like she acted out of the inspiration that the episode caused, reached out and she got some great information, great reflections. And now she's off creating the next phase of her breakthroughs of her transformation. It is so fucking beautiful. So act. It doesn't have to be reaching out to me. Do what your body's telling you. Listen to the whispers of your heart. If you thought about something brilliant, act on it. Sit after these episodes and journal for five minutes. It's not going to kill you. Oh my God. (laughs) All right. I'm done making all my professional recommendations. I love you. I'm here for you. Please share these episodes. Please help share this. This is truly education. So please help to educate people so we can get this out here so we can continue to empower other humans and we can continue to raise the vibration, the frequency that humanity is existing at. I love you. Thank you for being a part of the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 